Hello and welcome to a serendipitous behavior series, Coove series. Today's guest is Dandelion Teahouse and Apothecary and Gifts from the Earth. Dandelion Teahouse and Apothecary will be opening in downtown Vancouver this month. So obviously I had to get them on the podcast to celebrate the opening. I'm so excited for this podcast for so many reasons. I mean, Teahouse and the Coove, it doesn't get much better than that. A lot of you may know Marianne and Kat from the Farmer's Market with Gifts from the Earth. Well, soon you'll be able to watch Marianne work her magic at the tea house that Kat will be running. I respect these ladies so much and everything they stand for. So enjoy getting to know them and remember, support local. I'm Kat Stein. I'm the manager here at Dandelion. And I'm Marianne, owner and tea maven. Oh, manager and tea maven. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We're both <laughs> tea mavens and we just love that word. Uh, we think it describes us perfectly. And it was kind of, it was kind of all of our idea to start Dandelion. You know, we want, we've always wanted to do something together. Yeah. And so it was kind of this it just was the right idea. It just happened. I went to school for interior design and I got my design degree and started my own business. And I think I told you that my mom, I told my mom I was starting my own business right out of college. She goes, well, you can't do that. And I said, well, yes, I can. And I'm going to, she's like, well, you don't know enough about business. And I said, I know plenty about business. I come from an entrepreneurial family. So I've watched my father um, with his business and watched my siblings, um, my older siblings with their businesses. And I thought, I can do this too. When Kat was born, I started to freak out about, I know this sounds so weird, but I wanted to make sure that I'd be able to feed her. Isn't it just sounds so funny now? <laughs> like I didn't really know about gardening, you know, I didn't know, you know, it was 1992 and, you know, we were coming upon the year 2000 <laughs> and I just, something, yeah, so, you know, things just started turning in my mind and I thought, you know, I would really like to know more. And so a friend of mine who was also a naturopath we decided to get together and just start making things. And she taught me because she had taken classes and she taught me how to make lotions and bath salts. And we decided one year to make all of these great products for our family for, you know, homemade Christmas presents. And I was really into that because I wanted to teach um, Kat about, you know, creativity and about artistry and about making things and not just going to a store and spending money and buying, you know, whatever's on the shelf. And it was really important that I instill that kind of creativity in my kids. And so we just, it was just sort of, just sort of happened. And I would bring Kat with me over to Peggy's house and, you know, she'd sit at the little desk and she would color and she would play with, you know, all the ingredients. And, and so it kind of just grew out of there. And then we thought, oh, this is so much fun. People love making things. So why don't we make these kits? Cat <laughs> <laughs> laughs because she knows we didn't sell any. Nobody wants to make. I think we like making things. Yeah. Other people don't like making no. things. <laughs> we like making things, but not their skincare. 
so we didn't sell any, but I really liked, I found that I had a knack for it and that I didn't know that I had. Mm -hmm. And so I made, I just kept making things. And my sister, my little sister became a nail tech and she needed products. She would say to me, oh, I have this product. Can I send you the ingredients and can you make it? And I said, sure, just send me the bottle and I'll replicate it. I didn't know what I was doing, really. <laughs> you know, I just, I just kind of uh, faked it a little bit, but I realized when I got my head out of it, I did know what I was talking about and I did know how to do this stuff. And I started taking classes and I'm just looking over at my library and I bought every book that I could on natural skincare and essential oils and, you know, ingredients and herbs and, and really just became, it just became about teaching, teaching myself. You know, people ask me, well, what's your chemistry background? And I don't have a chemistry. I have an interior design background. (laughs) So it was more, it was more that sort of journey. And, you know, while, you know, skip ahead a few years, you know, I, I was working full time and, you know, raising Kat and Addie and um, their dad always traveled. So it was kind of just the three of us at home by ourselves. And I didn't really have a whole lot of time to spend on gifts from the earth other than, you know, maybe doing some shows, you know, like holiday shows and stuff like that. And then once the kids got older, I couldn't get my products into the farmer's market um, because they were full on skincare. But Kat and I decided that it would be fun to make painted floor cloths. You know, they're can they're made out of canvas. And we had really, we just had a fun couple summers of making these. And we also added, you know, like cigar boxes and make decorative like gift box, not gift boxes, but like boxes. Yeah, treasure boxes. After so we did that for a couple summers and we just had so much fun and we got really close doing that. And we were already really close. Yeah, we were, <laughs> but we just got closer and we just had it was just so much fun, you know, sharing that creativity. And then she went away to college. And then that next year, there was an opening at the market for skincare and I jumped on it. So I've been there for 11 years now with my skincare. I, we no longer make the hand-painted floor cloths and the boxes um, because there's just really not time. No, you know? I was living in Philadelphia, so it's hard to do that from a distance. Yes, it is. So that's kind of where, you know, that's kind of where I uh, started from. And then, Kat, you obviously moved back. So can you tell me a little bit about why you are a part of this? Oh, yeah. So I've been, I mean, even though I was, what, like four or five? Yeah. I've mm-hmm. been part of it since the beginning. You know, these are the only skincare products I've ever used. I never have had to buy any, which yeah, <laughs> works out for me. So yeah, I, I used to work at the farmer's market over the summer. Like I'd come back from college and work at the market. And I actually went to school for music, had a band. And you know that I felt like that was sort of my own business right out of college. Mm-hmm. And then through that, I started managing a bar. And then eventually I was running the bar, like every aspect of it. So I really learned how to run a business. and. I fell in love with it. So as soon as my mom mentioned the idea of opening a store, I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of how this whole last year has been. Mm-hmm. She like she found out about the competition, did it. We just did it. We didn't even think like, oh, you know, like, what okay. are the what are the ramifications of because honestly, I didn't think we were gonna win. I really <laughs> didn't because I didn't know what the competition was. And I thought, you know, a tea shop, 
you know, yeah, well, there's tons of coffee shops downtown. But then once we started really getting into it, wow, a tea shop is really needed here. And a, com- a place for community is really needed here too. Mm-hmm. And this is an idea that Addie, my sister had talked about a couple of years ago. She was thinking about opening a tea shop. So the idea has been floating around for a while, mm-hmm. but this was just the right time. It just happened to be. And hopefully Addie will get stronger every day and eventually be working at the tea shop too. So mm-hmm. she can join, she can join us. Cause that will be so much fun to have both girls there. So exciting. So many people have been saying that they are excited to have a tea house in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not from Vancouver, you know, I've only lived here for a few years. So to hear that, it's just surprising because I thought about it. You're right. There are tons of coffee shops, but there's not a community tea house. So do you want to talk a little bit about the process into Dandelion? Yeah. So it's been a really interesting year being part of this competition, the Vancouver Downtown Association Launchpad Competition. I'm probably the only one, the only person, and I'm not quite sure how to say this, but in a way, uh, COVID did me a lot of favors because I found out late that we were uh, semifinalists. I found out like three weeks after everybody else found out. So I was three weeks behind and I only had three weeks to write a business, a full business plan with market research everything. And this is while both of us were working full-time at other jobs. When COVID hit, they were talking about, or they were considering canceling it, but they decided, you know, this is something that Vancouver needs. This is something positive to focus on. It's great for the community. And so they just kept going and, oh, I'm so thankful. We had an extra month to get the business plan done. And so while I'm pretty sure I had COVID for two weeks, laying in bed, I was able to write the business plan, which is the weirdest thing about, you know, I don't know too many people that write a business plan when they're really sick. It allowed me to get that done and go through that process with the help of, you know, I I had people that I relied on to review it. Um, Kat was one of them. My husband, Kat's dad, Steve, he was another. And then I had my accountant review it um, and she had some great tips and whatnot. So going through that whole thing and then finding out I was a finalist and giving a presentation in July, before I gave the presentation, I happened to be discussing you know, locations with the farmer's market executive director and general manager. And they said, oh, there's this place over on 7th that's available. You should check it out. It used to be a hair salon. And I thought, okay, well, I'll go over there and look at it. I fell in love with it the minute I saw it. And I could totally, it's exactly the kind of vibe that I knew we would love. It's old and it's kind of crusty, but we've made it super cool and super, it's super modern, but old at the same time. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of, you know, we're bringing some of that newer elements in there. Sorry. I I love talking about space because that's kind of what I do on my side (laughs) job. Yeah. Um, Well, that's part of the process too. It is the right space. Right. It is part of the process. So um, we've been having a lot of fun getting it ready. We're getting really close, really, really close. And we were just before this, we were just uh, sampling a few more teas that we were adding to our collection. Yeah. We've got, I think just two, yeah, two more and then we're done and uh, done for now, I should say. So 
the whole thing about opening a tea house is I also wanted a place that people could go and get. We don't have any place in Vancouver where you can go and buy herbs by the ounce, you know, just loose dried herbs. It's a good thing to have for your own home pharmacy, you know, always have the echinacea on hand and, you know, all the, we've got great herbal tea blends that tend to be a little bit more medicinal than they do. I mean, they're, they're wonderfully flavored, I should say, but they're, they were designed um, from a medicinal point of view. And then all of our caffeinated teas, those are, those are going to be really a nice addition to the herbs. And then we're going to be having all of the skincare products, which we're really excited about. Also, uh, we're going to have rotating artists. We, I think we can have three artists a month. So um, their art will be displayed on all the walls, the walls and yeah. it'll be for sale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have some jewelry there as well, uh, because everybody needs a little knickknack to get somebody. We have somebody who makes candles, makes natural candles with essential oils. He's at the farmer's market and we're looking at um, bringing his product in. We've got some other vendors at the market, Nomad, like a trail mix product. We'll have a couple of bakeries, baked goods from a couple of bakeries. So obviously community is huge for you because you're not only doing it for yourself, but you're helping other members that you've met throughout your journey and helping them be just as successful, which is pretty exciting. I know. And we really want, we really want it to be a space where people feel safe and welcome. Um, Once we're kind of through COVID, maybe we can have yoga in the morning upstairs in the afternoon. Yeah. Or maybe like book readings, you know, maybe it's storytelling for children, just a, a wide variety. Oh, and game night. You know, we want to do lots of games because where do people go? People love, like I have found that games have kind of, I think maybe it's part of COVID, but games have really gotten really popular lately. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also no, like there's board game cafes in Portland, right. but there's none. There's none Vancouver. here. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> it would be really fun to be able to do, to have board games and. And maybe like Quizzo or something. Yeah. Some place where people can go where they don't have to drink alcohol. Yeah. Right. And it's, you know, all ages, you know, so if teenagers need a place, you know, middle schoolers or something, they want a place to go at night, they can be safe. They can, their parents can feel safe that they're there in a, in a good spot. Why dandelion tea house and apothecary? Like, where'd you come up with that? Yeah. So we were looking at a whole bunch of different, like, there were some, we were just looking at herbs and different like things in nature. Cause we're both like Catherine and I love hiking. And that's one of the things that we love doing together is going hiking. And every time she came home, like that was first on our list was to go for hikes and to get out in nature and go to the forest. And um, we just love doing that. And we also love, I mean, you've seen Catherine's arm of uh, tattoo flowers, like her favorite lavender mm-hmm. and calendula and echinacea. And the dandelion gets a bad rap, but actually dandelions are so magical. You know, when you are a kid and you learn about dandelions and you blow on them and you make, you a, make wish a wish mm-hmm. and the wish goes out into the world. And that's kind of like how we're approaching this. We really want people to feel like, and we're even going to have like a little wishing station 
um, where people can put their, make their wishes. Make their wishes. Yeah. So, it, you know, stuff, little stuff like that, that's really fun. And the dandelion for us, you know, it's like this scraggly weed that everybody hates in their yard, but it's such an amazing herb in terms of um, health. It's high in minerals. It's got great, you know, you can put it in salads and you can feel like you're really getting some health benefits from it. But on top of that is kind of the, um, I'm going to call it the witchy side. <laughs> and it's about, you know, making dreams come true. And that's kind of what is kind of happening for us right now. Um, you know, how lucky am I to get to work with my kids and, and have somebody so talented as Kat to be able to run it. Um, while I can be up in the studio making product and, you know, doing what I love to do. So it's just going to be, it, it, it's just like a perfect thing. What is going to be your favorite item? I'm working on the menu and we're going to have a bunch of fun tea lattes and different tea drinks. I'm we haven't, we haven't tried them yet, <laughs> but the idea of them is my favorite. So. Right. I really, I think one of my favorite things about the tea house is, you know, when we were talking about the idea and over the year, over this last year, and my husband said, well, you're going to have coffee. Right. And I said, absolutely not. He goes, well, you're going to lose so many customers. I'm like, no, I'm not because we don't have, there's, there's coffee everywhere. There's not tea. Not that they're the same thing. And any coffee drinker will tell me I, you know, I don't drink tea. I don't like it. It doesn't have the same thing, but there are some really great black teas that I'd love to turn coffee drinkers onto, you know, that is maybe a little bit more healthy than, you know, drinking coffee all the time. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Well, not is, even, not even having them switch completely. Just, right. Mm -hmm. Just Knowing enjoying. That they do like tea, yeah, as another option, right? And also letting people know that herbs are yummy, are yummy to drink, and we have made some really yummy herbal blends, and they make you feel good. Yeah, mm -hmm. like the happy tummy tea. Well, first of all, I just love that name, happy tummy. <laughs> um, works great if you like have some indigestion or overeat or something like that. And it, it just makes you feel so good. And then I think my favorite tea is the comfort tea because it's a hug in a cup. Yes. And so we can't hug each other, but I can give somebody a cup of tea and they can feel like they're getting a hug. That connection for me is what really inspires me. It's like knowing when people buy my skincare that they're starting their day or ending their day or they're in pain and they're using a product that I create. That's the most powerful. It's so powerful to me. And it says more to me than, you know, having a commodity. It truly means a lot to me that I'm able to, like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I, I, I don't help people in that way. I help people by feeling beautiful, by getting pain relief, um, by just making them feel good and knowing that there's somebody that cares about them enough that they make products for them. And that's really where my passion lies and kind of the heart of my company. And that's why I call it gifts from the earth. And if you notice on the, the logo, it's a heart that's in the roots. It's the, the heart of the, of, tree. of the tree. Yeah. And it's really about me sharing what I know how to do for people and there's a lot of magic that goes into making the products. People don't have to believe the magic. They don't have to. 
it, it's just for me, I just know that there's a lot of magic in the, in the products. And there's a lot of uh, life force energy in the products. And it's not something that sits around on a shelf for, you know, six months to a year. It's made fresh as often as we can in really small batches. No, you're a witch because there's no way I could ever make that. So I'm convinced. You know. <laughs> I love that it's, it just has a, that whole witchy sort of um, yeah, earthy so mother earth, you know, I mean, being a mom has been really my, I think, greatest achievement in raising two really great, great girls. I carry that kind of mother vibe with me anyway you know, people always ask, how do you know that you know how to do this? It's trusting your gut. And it's just knowing that this is uh, what you're supposed to do. And I have a process that takes me nine months. It's like everything I do, it's like giving birth. You know, it's a night. That's my cycle is nine months. So I know if I'm coming up with a new idea, it'll take nine months to, to accomplish because that's, and if I fight it and try to do it faster, it doesn't work. So really from the start until I was sure about the place, it was nine months. It's, and it just happens. Yeah. I don't, I don't look at it like, oh, is it nine months yet? I gotta make a decision. No, it just happens. That's, that's just how it works. Do you have advice for future entrepreneurs? Like somebody that wants to, you know, whether it's opening a tea house or just starting up something that was started out like a small little craft that they want to make into a bigger you know, more of a local community kind of scene. Do you have advice for somebody that wants to do that? And I want to ask both of you that because Kat, you've had your own individual journey as well. And I think it, people could benefit from hearing both sides. I think you just have to do it. I mean, I know there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot more to it, but you have to just know that you can do it. Mm -hmm. Like everything that's happened the last, well, everything that happens just happens on its own. It's never forced. Like I didn't start working at a bar because I wanted to work at a bar. It just happened. And I learned how to manage it because that's just how it went. And I moved back here just because that's. Well, there was never an option <laughs> of you not moving no, back, but I moved back here. here to help with the show. Yeah. Just yeah. because, you know. Right. It happened. The timing worked out. Right. I, I think that you have to, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust your idea. You know, yeah. Doing some research is always good. Understanding how the market works under, you know, doing all those things that people talk about. When it depends on what specific thing you're trying to do, because there's more availability for certain things yeah, than others. Definitely. But I think that it's really important that just like Kat said, you just do it. Like, how did I know when I was right out of college that, you know, I'm starting my own design business. I didn't have any clients. I didn't know. Okay. Here's my advice. Okay. So a very dear friend of mine who passed away a couple of years ago, she taught me so much. So I met her with a group of people and we became really good friends. She was a reader, an intuitive reader. And she told me one day, she goes, Marianne, I have no idea what I'm doing. She goes, I'm, I'm doing readings and I have no idea. And she goes, I'm pretending I'm in the world of imagination. And when you step into that world, you allow your brain to step away and your, your judgment part of you, you pretend, she said, I fake it till I make it. And boy, oh boy, did she make it. She was amazing with what she did with her, with her gifts. I have always in the back of my mind, I use that as my kind of 
uh, guiding force that, um, you know, when I started making skincare, you know, I just did it because I I just did it. Yeah. You know, I just did it. Well, and I think everyone kind of feels like they don't know what they're doing for Oh, yeah. I don't think that completely goes away. Ever. No, I mean, there's but. still some things that I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to pretend I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and if, if you know, like, you know what you're doing, even if you don't know. Right. That you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sort of makes total sense. It does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's, you know, obviously you can't be a doctor and fake it, but you can, you can trust yourself enough, like, you know, making teas, understanding it's not rocket science to read, to read about the properties of ingredients, do your research, understand how things work together, and then feel how they, like, that's another part that, that I really focus on is how do the ingredients feel together? Because there's so many times when like you put ingredients together, you're like, what did I just do? That didn't work (laughs) because they don't need to go together. Um, or there's too many or, you know, so it's just really trusting yourself and trusting your gut. That's really the best advice that I have. And then of course, winning a competition that helps. (laughs) A little yeah, bit. Definitely. <laughs> Just a little competition. That's yeah. That's the advice. But there's lots of resources out there for people. And that's the one thing that I discovered this last year is there are so many resources and there's so many people that want to see people succeed. And I'm one of them. I where I mean, we really like if somebody came to us and said, Okay, so I have this idea and I want to start this business, I would totally like help and talk to somebody about, you know, where to go and, and advise people on, you know, how, how to get from your craft to your, to, you know, what you want to do when in 2013, I wasn't working at the time because the market in the housing market in 2008, you know, obviously crashed and um, I stepped down from my job. And so, and then I just raised the family. I met a group of people online and we just started a co-op, an art co-op. Nobody had ever started a co-op before. We just figured it out, you know, and that's part of the adventure, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's fun learning how to do something while you're in the process of doing it. I'm sure you guys can name a million different serendipity moments, but is there one that stands out to you guys? Well, for Dandelion Tea House, I think it was when I was at the farmer's market, holiday market, I found out that there was this launch pad. I had no idea. Uh, You just sent me the link. I I sent, I, I sent her the link and I go, what do you think? We talked about it. And she's like, yeah, that's great. Like when this was also at the time when we were applying for a bunch of different grants and stuff, but this one was different. It felt yeah, like the one to do. It, it really felt right. And it really felt like wow, this could really be the thing. And I had even said to her, honey, even if we don't win, we should do it. We should oh, do yeah. it. By about halfway through the, the process of the launch pad, she was like, even if we don't win, we're still going to open the shop. Because it was, it felt so, it felt so right. And it felt like everything that we did was just so organic. And you know, you know, when it's right, when it just sort of all the cards kind of fall into place. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, like we didn't get stressed out about it. You know, we just 
we just kind of went with the flow. And um, I think that's, I think that's why we won. Because <laughs> it just, yeah. you know, we were just doing it because we were enjoying it. I'll tell you something. I had so much fun writing my business plan. I don't know anybody who ever says that, but it was so much fun because I got to learn like about your own company. Well, I I learned about my own company, but I learned about the strengths of my girls and like the strengths that I have. And I looked at my, the history of what all I've done and, and it just sort of, it, it just sort of like really opened my eyes to like, wow, I really have done a lot. I'm older than I think I am or something. (laughs) When I, when we started the co-op back in 2013, I also interviewed for a project manager job with a remodeling contractor in Lake Oswego, which is who I'm currently working for now. And my mom and her husband had to move out of their house and move over to Bend. Like within this all happened, opening the shop, going, getting a new job, and then helping my parents like within the same month. And yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, but it was so right. And it was so happy that we could, that we could open this great shop and I had a great job and I could write my kind of my job description. And so over the course of the last seven years, I've been writing my job description to be what I want it to be. Well, that's what I love about working in small businesses. I can just choose whatever, whatever I want to do. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff that, you know, you have to do. do. Yeah. And I think if somebody had told me 30 years ago that I would be making natural skincare products for the last 20 years and opening a tea house, I would have looked at them and said, what I'm going to do what? Because it wasn't the path that, you know, I was on, but because it happened, like I said, again, organically, it, it was right. Mm-hmm. No. Well, yeah, that's the same with me. If even just 10 years ago and I, 10 years ago, 10, no, six, when I got, Oh, college, six, that's right. I'm not <laughs> I wouldn't have expected being back here and working at a tea shop. Yeah. But it's great. Because there's so, it's so different today than it was when I got out of college that there's so many opportunities for somebody to start their own business now, getting on social media and, you know, getting just all the things that are available to people. If you can't find a job in what you were, find what you love and do it. Because if you do what you love, it's going to make you number one, happy. It's going to make your life just that much better. And, and I think it will really help you to learn how to trust yourself and listen to yourself, like listen to your own advice and you know, what's best for you. That would be my, that would be my final piece of advice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our website is dandelionteahouse.com. Our Facebook is Dandelion Tea House. Our Instagram is dandelion.teahouse. We're opening hopefully soon. And our our opening date will be on all of that. The website, Facebook, Instagram. And we're located right on on 7th Street in downtown Vancouver. Yeah, 109 West 7th Street. 
Also, you can find Gifts from the Earth skincare products at giftsfromtheearth.com. And at the Vancouver Farmer's Market, along with the teas. Yep. Gifts from the Earth on Facebook. And Instagram. And Instagram. Well, thank you guys so much for being on here. It was a blast. Thank you.